Hey, all you uh, Father's Day gift buyers out there, think of Manscaped because they are doing amazing things for all the men in your lives. They're helping them trim like never before. No more just ungroomed, unkept areas, whether it's uh, ball deodorant, deodorant, amazing underwear. Manscaped has it all. So to get Manscaped and 20% off plus free shipping, use code V-I-A-L-L at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and use code V-I-A-L-L. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Vile Files Freestyle Edition. I'm your host, Nick, joined by Allie, Amanda, and a very special guest today, the one, the only, Peter Murgatroy, my Thanks. Dancing with the Stars partner. My, I, had, I had a Dancing with the Stars dream last night. It was really fucked up. I can't even describe it. Really? I was back on the show. Oh, God. <laughs> Started describing it right away. <laughs> well, that, that's it. And then, like, but also, like, I was hiding from people. There was, it was like, it was like dancing the stars slash hunger, hunger games. It was a life or death situation. Well, it kind of was anyway. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> like, With us anyway. But I wasn't really prepared. Um, it's good to see you, Peter. It's good to see you. How, how have you been? I'm good. Yeah. Just, you know. Seven. You've had a lot going on with the family recently. Yeah. Like too much. Yeah. yeah. It was overwhelming to say the least. Is that still obviously the war, the the war in Ukraine is still going on? Yes, it is. Max, your husband, for the people who don't know, he's from Ukraine. Yes, he was born there. Yeah. Uh, so he was very heavily involved early on. Uh, he was in Ukraine when it, the war broke out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's can you update us on anything? Can you shed some light on what's going on and 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 Max' involvement and what's that been like for your family? Oh, I mean. If you want the whole rundown, I mean, I mean a little bit. So I was at home ready to go to bed. It was like 9 p.m. or something. And I and I get this call. Well, I called him because I turned the news on and I'm like, oh, my God, it's begun. And when I saw those images of, you know, the Russians coming into Ukraine, I called Max and he was on FaceTime with me and he was just frantic packing his bags. And I'm like, what's going on? Tell me everything. And he's like, I got to go. We got to get out now. And from then on, it's all, I don't want to be like so dramatic, but like our lives changed in a sense of like the last, those eight, nine days that he was there was like, I thought he was going to die for sure because he couldn't get out of Kiev. And that was the, the hardest thing. Those eight days just were so long so tedious. Eventually he got out by train. Yeah. Cause um, we didn't, you know, no one really knew obviously like what, what the war would be like. Right. Yeah. And he was in a major city. Well, they were trying to get into Kiev. That's yeah. where they wanted to get to. And he was two blocks away from like their parliament house, which they wanted to take over. Okay. So he was literally there in the center of Kiev. And, you know, at times he would say, don't call me. Don't call me. They have to have all the lights off, windows closed, no TV, no phones. They're coming. And I'm like, okay, all right. I'm just going to sit here and, and pray or do whatever I need to do, light a candle and, you know, get through this. But, yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> and then he got out. And he got out um, by train. He went to Poland. And we've been 
dealing with that kind of ever since, you know, you'd think when he came back home, you know, it was like, oh my God, yay, cool. Let's get, you know, live back in Malibu together. But it kind of wasn't that easy because after going through something like that, it kind of changes you. And it wasn't just all hunky-dory and happy families. You know, I was, you know, we were dealing with a lot together, you know? Yeah. And then he, stress, he, anxiety. he went, didn't he go back to help on, on some level? Yeah. So I think he spent maybe two and a half weeks, three weeks at home. And then he went back to Poland to help at the border and get housing for people. Yeah. Incredible. So, yeah. And where is he now? He's in Malibu. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. I was like, please just stay home for maybe six weeks, please, <laughs> for me. Uh, yeah. Well, we are so glad that he is back and safe. Thank and you. Uh, sorry you guys had to go through that. But uh, it, was, it was fascinating to follow Max and uh, really incredible. Yeah. Obviously him, but so many people and the Ukrainian people, you hear so many inspirational stories of, of them, kind of everyone yeah. stepping up and, and uh, yeah. protecting what's what matters most to them yeah you got to do what you can we have like a charity organization now baranova 27 and we're building houses now for people in ukraine so we've got to start the rebuilding process and yeah it's going really well and we've got to do everything we can i was just gonna ask like do you have any advice or any takeaways of strategies for like coping with a really stressful time being married and having a family to navigate like how you were able to get through that and like connect with one another despite all of these insane circumstances. You know, advice is really hard for me to give like that because I don't think we had it perfect or did anything like out of the ordinary, but like we just had to talk through everything. And, you know, when it, when I picked him up from the airport that day, which was insane, the amount of press that were there, I was actually scared because I've never had that amount of press on me walking with me to my car and stuff like that before. But anywho, I had to like literally take his phone away from him sometimes because of course in his mind, he's still there. He's still there with his friends fighting. You know what I mean? His friends are on the front line. So like I had to say, babe, put your phone down for a second. I need you here with us now because he would 24 seven, he'd be up at night texting, see if, you know, and that's fine. But sure, like, yeah. I still need something from you too. You know what I mean? Like we've all been through a lot, like put it away for a second and then we can get back to it and help and figure out what we're going to do, you know? But, you know, um, he had a therapy session for the first time in his life. You know, I said like, really booked him straight in. I was like, you are going, okay. You are talking <laughs> One this way to get out. Therapy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so I can't do this on my own. No, I was like, I, I don't know what exactly how to say it. Um, and I just want like a professional to deal with this because how, I don't want this to turn into something bigger. How did Max re respond to that? Because Max is like, for those of you who don't know, is like the ultra macho masculine yeah. guy. He was like, book me in. Check me Great. in. <laughs> Self-surrender. Yeah, he was like, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And I was like, great, you're going here at this time. Well, that's great. That's that's. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he, he went. Um, I'm glad he's back. And um, sorry, you guys had to go through that. And sorry, you're going through it. Still, still going on. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're one of the lucky ones. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my god, poor us. You know. Sure. But, but hey. yeah. Well, let's lighten it up. Yeah. Shall we? Shall we? <laughs> uh, lots to talk about uh, today. We're going to get into uh, the verdict of the trial the johnny depp and amber heard trial we have some thoughts Peter also followed it closely as 
many in, in the world did. Um, we have texting office hours coming up. A good one. A doozy. A doozy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, These texts belong on LinkedIn, let me tell you. <laughs> These are some of the most professional text messages I've ever seen between people. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> CC my assistant. Let's go. Do we have bachelor-relevant... You know, it was kind of a slow week. We saw some people out and about, including, you know, yourself. There was some events this week, Wango Tango, MTV Awards, all good stuff. Um, we got some more footage of, you know, Bachelorette promo teasing. There was mm -hmm. a little like behind the scenes footage of right after it was announced. Um, Rachel was like, we're both going to be the like, there's two Bachelorettes. And Gabby was like, plural, baby, which was kind of funny. Um, but then Gabby did uh, kind of like questions on her Instagram story. And someone asked, uh, are you and Rachel still BFFs? Because the franchise has really been running, especially from a marketing perspective, sure. this two best friends, one unforgettable season, like calling them best friends. Um, and Gabby just posted a screenshot of them filming, them like looking shocked about something. And she said, uh, she's my number one, of course, with like several hearts. So hopefully this experience did nothing but bring them closer together as opposed to dividing them. I haven't heard anything that suggests that they they aren't okay uh but it is a lot of pressure oh, for absolutely. them because they could easily just like be totally fine with one another yeah you know but like ab abc or warner brothers or it's abc usually comes up with the marketing um campaigns abc definitely didn't go up to them or ask anyone if they're actually best friends they just i'm sure decided that they were Mm -hmm. yeah. 100%. You know, like we're not pitting women against each other. They're you are best. friends. <laughs> <laughs> but like, who really knows if they are? Uh, I mean, something must happen. Like, there must be some sort of drama during the season between them. Probably. I think here's what I've heard. I think I've heard it's going to be very different and uh, it's going to have a paradise feel to it. Well, yeah, because oh. it might be on a cruise ship. It is on a cruise ship. Really? See? Oh. Paradise. Yeah. Part of it. For sure. I yeah. bet that's been confirmed. I asked people. Wow. Because it seems like they, it sounds like the producers think it's going to be really interesting, but very different. And like they mentioned a paradise element because it's like they're not pitted against each other at all. But if, if it doesn't work out, like if let's say Gabby was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it with Frank. Frank could be like, Rachel, stop. You know, but there's then a little. Does Rachel feel like the second choice? So then she's not as interested in Frank. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's what we'll watch mm -hmm. to see who's. But there's a little bit of like options, right? And the thing about Paradise, what makes it different is people have options, mm -hmm. right? They're not. You don't have a focal point to one person and just be like, well, I guess I'm in love with this person because they're the only one here to fall in love with. Um, and it sounds like they 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 said it was hell to film. Because they decided to have two bachelorettes like last second. So their scheduling wow. like was for one bachelorette, you know? So they had to like jam it all in. And then I asked if, I'm like, what if, I'm like, if it goes really well, like if this is like a hit, yeah. they're like, well, at least the, the people I talk to, they hope they never do it again. <laughs> Um, they're like, once is enough. Just because of like, right. just uh, like legit, from a le totally logistics uh, I think a cruise ship probably wasn't was a challenge. Well, not oh only gosh. the cruise; it's the combination of a cruise ship and two leads. Like, if you're going to experiment with a cruise ship, you should have just done it with a normal season with one. 
Probably, There's a lot yeah. happening. I feel like cruises are very polarizing. Like you either are a cruise person who loves them or like you go on it for the first time and you're like, I was trapped. Yeah, I got to get <laughs> and I could not leave. <laughs> you yeah. have to do cruises the right way, I think, is the is the key. You need a window. And I think that's a lot of people's mistake. You need a mistake. balcony. Yeah, like some sort exactly. of exit <laughs> yeah. strategy. You can't feel trapped. The outside world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see. I think it'll be really, really entertaining to watch. But uh, no matter who, how they feel about each other, Rachel and Gabby will be forced to refer to each other as best friends for the Double rest wedding. of their lives. For the better part, at least for the next six months. <laughs> yeah. But what if they like the same guy? So, like, how will that work? I don't think. I don't think there's gonna be. I don't think that's gonna happen. No. I feel like. The only way it could happen is if there's one dude who's like real villain energy and there's a brief moment of miscommunication where mm-hmm. like one of them feels slightly betrayed by the other. But I think they would ult- like where they get where we get a little like cut where it's like she said that and then it's like actually a non-issue because they like talk it out instantly. But I think you need to have like a real shit stirring gentleman I, in order for it to be a thing. And there's going to be one. Yeah. 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 But I think, yeah. I think my understanding is that in the first episode or first two episodes early on, there are very much going to be like dividing up the men like you know know what i'm saying like each will have their basically respective season it would be like if two friends go to a like a bar and after the first night they just decide who like they go to a party like who who are you into and they just kind of just decide and that's they kind of that's my understanding because obviously i think they really are going out of the way to not pit two women against one another it's like when yeah. you're little and you would trade halloween candy with your siblings and it's like well i'll give you the two jeffs for yeah. george like <laughs> how can we make this work yeah. that was that always the be best because my brother just likes m&ms he literally Easy. that's the only candy he likes like truly nothing else i got wow. all the reese's that's a good, all the kit kats <laughs> that's the, just the, not the peanut ones or just no he likes plain m&ms that's it yes <laughs> That's, wow. You have a lot of power in that bargaining. Yes, I or did I? Yeah. <laughs> Too much power. Do you like shopping and getting money back? Yeah. Obviously. Well, Rakuten is truly a dream come true. Start all your shopping at Rakuten and your cash back adds up. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving. They have over 3,500 stores to choose from, all your favorites. You can earn cash back at stores in every single category like fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, subscription services, and so much more. Membership is free and it's really easy to sign up. You two love Rakuten, do you not? Oh boy, do we. Because it's like all the shopping I'm already doing, I just get rewarded for it. Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. What's the catch? There's no catch. No, just amazing shopping experience, plus money back in your pocket. Start all your shopping trips at Rakuten.com and get the Rakuten app to start saving today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Gentlemen, Father's Day is around the corner, and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all your father figures out there are looking like good old attractive people. Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. The thing about being a guy is you get hair in all the wrong places. Probably, I mean, women probably feel that way too, but men lose hair on top and gain hair in their ears. 
And Manscaped has all the equipment, whether it's for their ears or their down-under areas, to help your guy look groomed and tidy and not be a slob. So get the man in your life a perfect Father's Day gift. Again, their equipment is amazing for all types of trimming you might need. Their weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. Their lawnmower 4.0, which is, boy, you could just, just shave like crazy. Their uh, ball deodorant, they got deodorant that's aluminum-free that even Amanda uses. Their underwear is amazing. Manscaped has just a bevy of amazing products to help your guy keep it clean, so to speak. So to get 20% off plus free shipping with code V-I-A-L-L at manscaped.com, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code V-I-A-L-L. Anything else we need to get to? Uh, let's see. Do you Dale, want to talk about Dale, your experience at the MTV Awards? You look great. I presented an award to the D'Amelio family. Congrats nice. to Are them. they nice? They seem nice. Lovely people. Yeah. I watched their full show on Hulu. Really I'm lovely. I'm unashamed. <laughs> I've met the, the sisters a couple times. Uh, we met them briefly last year at the award show and then at a party. And yeah, very friendly. Very, nice. very, very nice. I didn't really, we didn't, I didn't talk to them all that much, but. Yeah. Lovely people. Yeah, Aww. you guys looked good. You and Natalie. Well, Natalie. Natalie always great. looks good. Yeah, she does. Honestly, I ran into Natalie at the mall. This was the highlight of my life. Um, <laughs> I was in Zara with my pa- my parents were in town, and I was waiting in line for the Zara like try on rooms, fitting rooms. And, and you know there's a line. You know there's a long there's line at Zara. Line. There's always oh, yeah. a line. There is. What is, what about is going Zara? on, Zara? <laughs> it's, open, oh, we're changing no, rooms. It's so Hire long. more employees, because, please. Because they only, well, also there's always a line in the front because they only do in-store returns. So you have to go to the store to return things. But like hire more. Like, yeah, I know. Can't they more? There's, but something's got to change. Sometimes I, you just I don't give shop up. there. I actively yeah. don't shop there because of the line. No, well, yeah. no, okay. I, I don't shop there all that much, but Natalie will want to go and like, if I'm and Zara has a nice little men's selection, but yeah. if I were to say find a shirt and be like, oh, then I look at the line and be like, no, non-starter. Yep. Uh, that's th- when you grab and go. You yeah, know, you just take it. You just <laughs> <laughs> don't try on. <laughs> it sounds like shoplifting. Oh, so yeah. sorry, yeah. no, yeah. we're not condoning. You, you pay, <laughs> you buy it. I'll get you later, Zara. Yeah, uh, it all evens out in the end. <laughs> uh, Dale Moss, he uh, he did a TED talk. He did. Well, it was like a TED Talk kind of event. Um, So it was like Ted X Drexel U. And there was like multiple speakers. But I just loved that his title, he was listed on like the kind of brochure thing. And it says, Dale Moss, former NFL athlete and ABC's The Bachelorette star. That was like his thing. That's fine. Yeah. Former NFL athlete who made his transition out of professional sports through the modeling industry um uh, as I a mean, sports and he, entertainment host blah, blah, blah. he played yeah he like, did play right oh yeah he played in regular season games and he had like a couple touchdowns he had he, nice he played played he had some real success in the nfl he was drafted by the packers so i know oh, a little wow. bit and then he went to the minnesota vikings i i know this because packer fans like very tall athletic receivers who like went to small colleges and that was like there was one time where I didn't know anything about Dale Moss other than like this guy seems like he could be amazing, yeah. you know, because he's fast and athletic. And uh, he had a nice little run and then in, for whatever reason, you know, it's very competitive. But um, he did a TED What did he do a TED Talk on? I mean, I don't know. I was trying to find the exact uh, information on the TED Talk because it was not only attended live, but live streamed. 
And so there was like, I think 40 something people were like lingering on the live stream and the live stream didn't end like when it was supposed to, it just like continued rolling. So then the 40 something people who were on the live stream saw him getting very close to this woman. And then of course, like the online trolls kept going. So now it's been revealed that he's dating dating someone new because this live stream didn't end when it was supposed to. That's insane. Wow. That's also humiliating because like, I think about, I know what I do once I end a Zoom call. I deflate. Yeah. <laughs> you take like, something off. Yes. I know. Yes. It's going to go off and your face drops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's such an intimate thing for people to see. Totally. This is going to, this is not a meant to be a dig at Dale at all, but like, because I'm sure his TED talk was wonderful, but I've always wanted like to give a TED talk. I thought it would be cool because there's so many like really impressive people who have given TED talks, but mm-hmm. Also, a lot of duds have given TED Talks. <laughs> you know, people who've like, we've later There's found out to be like criminals or con artists. And I'm not suggesting, like, again, this has nothing to do with Dale. This is more of an observation at TED Talks in general. But it, it's a really broad spectrum of who Ted lets talk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ted's table is getting bigger and bigger. Just yeah. wider. Wider, wider. Like if you have something, to, it's basically a podcast. <laughs> like, anyone can start a podcast. Anyone can do a TED Talk. Although I'm sure Dale's was riveting and, and Again, excellent. this wasn't like, I don't think, like it was through TED Talk. Like they were part of a sponsor, like partnership. Yeah, like franchise. But it was like at a university. Like this okay. was like, oh, cool. not like the TED Talk, TED Talk of But he gave one. Like, like, yes. Oh. There's yeah. different tiers. Uh, Blake's on a new... Reality TV show. Oh yeah, so that's how he met Giannina, and they've been like not. She she was on Love it. Is Blind. I don't remember her. Was she one of those people who was on it, but like wasn't like a focal point? No. Do you remember? No, did you watch was... After the Altar for the first season? Uh, you know, I I, I watch only parts of. I've only watched parts of first season. So she was a main yeah, character, okay. especially yeah, yeah, at After the main. Final Altar when Francesca Farago came in as like, and he brought oh, her I missed, as a I date. Didn't watch that, yeah. Oh my god, it was. Chaos. I didn't watch that, but I, I watched also. So shots she was a big. She was, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're dating, and they're. Is she also on the show? Yes. MTV's All Star Show. And I saw a clip of it when I was at the MTV on, uh, Awards, and it just seems like it's like games on a beach. Mm-hmm. But they're taking from every, like, Love is Blind, Bachelor, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race, all these reality shows. Okay. And then they all go to the beach. How are they taking from RuPaul's Drag Race? Let's look at my question. You, you know, cause, well, to me, it's just like, it's like, okay, like, I can see competition shows, competition show, drag show. Like, but it's still a reality competition show. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just very curious. Like, are they going to lip sync for their life? Like, I, I'm intrigued. This is I'm not, sure they have other. This talents. is not a critical question. Well, this it is sounds a like, curious. It one. sounds like MTV All Stars are doing a good job of making you want to watch. <laughs> yeah, uh, they got me. Really got <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right, let's debrief the trial before we get to texting office hours. Yes. Um, turns out I was right. <laughs> I got to roll your eyes. What did you say about it? I well, last week we gave our predictions. Okay. And I said that I I think Johnny has a good chance of winning because um, I thought Amber's last appearance on the stand in cross-examination was particularly uh, bad for her because she got called out multiple times by other witnesses for lying or not telling the truth, and she contradicted herself yeah. multiple times. And my opinion was, you know, prior to that, we had um, you know a, a very insightful lawyer kind of breaking down like how hard it is to win a defamation case because here are all the points you have to 
to cover. And I just said, listen, I think there's a good chance that the jury is going to look at her and say, I think she's a liar. I don't think she's believable. We, we, the jury, if they were paying attention, which I'm sure they were very closely, yeah. saw her contradict. Like she, one day she never took drugs with Johnny. The next day she took drugs once, you know, you know, there yeah. was mul- even little lies. You saw her lie under oath. And like, you just, I think people, they simplify things and they just saw a liar. Absolutely. And I think at the end of the day, that's why I, I thought that they were going to vote, uh, to lean in Johnny's direction. I was, I was concerned though, cause I was, you know, I'm team Johnny, right. But their closing arguments on her side about the first amendment, you know, freedom of speech and all of that, that got me. I was like, Ooh, you know, maybe that's going to hold up at the end of the day and she can, you know, say whatever she wants to say, write about whatever she wants to write about. Mm-hmm. So in the end, I thought maybe she will get this. Um, but, you know, when it comes down to it, when you look, when you look at her demeanor and her actions, the way that she speaks, for me, it was just like, I couldn't believe her from her facial expressions. Like, I, I couldn't believe anything that came out of her mouth. It was interesting and I'm curious what you all think, because like my final thoughts of this case, because we had talked about this prior to, is like, what could this say? There was a lot of like leading as this case started, as it began, it was ongoing. We even talked about it, the fear that, you know, given that this was a discussion around domestic violence, right? Yeah. Uh, and sexual violence. And you had the Me Too movement. Um, could this be a... a a playbook or a roadmap for people to um, discredit survivors of domestic violence. And there was that, that fear. And I got to say, since the trial concluded, I almost am optimistic of, of the fallout. And what I, what I mean by that is when I was watching the verdict, uh, we had just got done recording. A, I just got done recording a podcast. So I was at a place where it was just me and this like all women hovering over a laptop, watching the verdict. And I just kind of was observing them. And unanimously across the board, everyone was, I guess, essentially Team Johnny. And and just, it was more, it wasn't so much Team Johnny, it was not Team Amber. I agree with that. And and then it made me think how, you know, if, if with following this trial, you know, whether it's, Women listening to the show, women I know in in life, uh, people I've seen on the internet. It's it's not as if it's been I guess I guess uplifting because there's been a lot of like there's there's a lot of uh, us against them in the world today, right? And then this seems to be like the one trial where like everyone came together. It wasn't like women were watching this trial and supporting Amber and men were supporting Johnny. You know, it wasn't like a battle of genders and it wasn't like, you know, people seem to try to objectively try to watch this trial. And it seems like a lot of a positive awareness came from this trial, which was, uh, men and women can be victims. I haven't seen anything from people who are uh, domestic violence survivors. Um, on the internet or people I've talked to or people who written into the show who seem to have a fear that they won't be believed because it seems like, you know, we all believed Amber when like most people, when Amber came out years ago, we believed her, we all believed her. And I think that's where a lot of frustration comes is that for years we all believed that 
Amber was this victim and then the trial came and it was, you know, put under a microscope and then we saw her lie multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a, and Amber's team that came for, after the, you know, her lawyer did all this press. And I, I thought it was kind of weird because it just seemed like, it seemed more like a PR playbook Absolutely. with what they were, what she was saying. It's like, this is a, this, you know, the way they were saying, you know, this is a loss for like women abroad. And I saw a bunch of women come forward on the internet. Women I've talked to said, you know, you don't speak for us, Amber. Stop like trying to be our spokesperson, people who are victims of domestic violence. It's like Amber's lawyer or Amber. Like they're the only one saying that no one's going to believe women now. But women survivors don't seem to feel that sentiment. Right. Because they seem it seems to be a more like we're all we're still going to believe survivors. We're going to believe victims and we're going to give victims the benefit of the doubt. And we're going to listen to their claims and we're going to listen and we're going to believe them like we believed Amber. But if you are a liar and if you do like, you know, come then 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 you will be called out for it, you know. And I feel like this has been a positive thing almost where I I feel like people have come together in a in a in a world where it's been so divisive about literally everything, weirdly enough, like society has come together to talk about domestic violence in a more like, I guess, like reasonable way where we're just discussing what is domestic violence, who can be a victim, how, you know, who should we believe? It's not this like, it's well, not a gender believed, war. Yeah. Like that Johnny Depp could be a victim, like a man could be a victim of domestic violence from a woman i mean you just don't hear about stuff like that you know let alone a high profile case and like one of the biggest actors ever of all time um but i mean i think when it comes down to it too just lack of evidence on her part you know his his testimony for me hearing him speak it came from the heart and it was it's all about sharing the truth you know it was it was just she just had lack of evidence at the end of the day for me it wasn't, you know, it wasn't enough. And listen, I mean, I think uh, at least I'm not like, I don't find myself to be as much team Johnny as I am like, because he definitely, he has some things he needs to work on. Of clearly course. a troubled man yeah, um, said and did some things that, you know, aren't great. <clears throat> but is that, you know, the the proof in terms of him being a domestic violence abuser, to your point. Yeah. It, either wasn't there just because or, you're a drug addict doesn't mean yeah that he sexually abused her with a bottle do you know what i mean yeah like or just can't. because you said some crazy shit to your friends potentially out of frustration also doesn't yeah. mean and we've all written yeah some bad texts right we've all yeah. written those yes. hateful texts yes, i mean we have so yeah his are particularly oh. graphic but nevertheless that's who he is he's yeah. dark you know yeah. that's but you're right that doesn't make you an abuser yeah so I don't know. I've I've chosen to see this as potentially like optimistic, where again I think the collective are having more thoughtful discussions around domestic violence. I don't feel like there's any talk about people deciding they shouldn't believe victims any longer, you know. Or you know, I think we there's a I feel like there's a heightened awareness around giving you know alleged victims their time and hear their stories and and suss it out. But like we've talked about this. That's the dark side of any type of domestic violence is that sadly the victim does have to go through like 
they have to relive it through going after their abuser, right? right. That's an un incredibly unfortunate aspect of it. Uh, but due process is important. Yeah. You know? I just can't believe we were privy to see something so intimate like mm -hmm. that. Like, I was not expecting it to be like that. That it will be oh, interesting gosh. how, if, if we see more of that stuff. What if I told you there was a great coffee alternative that was made out of mushrooms instead of coffee beans? I'd say, you're talking about mud water? Mud water is the drink for you. With four adaptogenetic mushrooms and some fancy herbs. With one-seventh the caffeine as a cup of coffee, you get energy without anxiety, jitters, or the coffee crash, as they say. Can confirm. Yeah. Each ingredient was added with purpose, cacao and chai for mood, and a microdose of caffeine, lion's mane for alertness, turmeric for soreness, and cinnamon for antioxidants, plus much more. It's not too sweet. Uh, it actually has like a really lovely cinnamon cacao flavor. I boil water, mix it all in, and then I add oat milk, ice, and a little bit more water. So that way it's like this fun little like ice chai situation. And I really think it does wonders in terms of not having a crash with caffeine. Like I do feel energized. It's still like I used to be a coffee drinker and I've started drinking mud water. It still gets me up in the morning, but it's just like, it's a lot less like volatile, like jitter than crash and a lot more just like sustained energy throughout the day. Mud is Whole30 approved, 100% USDA organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, and kosher certified. Mud water allows you to build a morning ritual that promotes sustained energy without the crash. Go to mudwater, that's M-U-D-W-T-R dot com slash V-I-A-L-L to support the show and use code V-I-A-L-L for 15% off. I feel like my brain is a little bit like not broken, but just like all, all done. You know, like I feel like I'm <laughs> finally closing this tab that on my computer screen that I'd like kept opening and minimizing <laughs> yes. and opening and minimizing. And now it's like, I just get to X out of it. And it's like, oh, what a relief. <laughs> but it's not even an X out because now her lawyer is doing all this press yeah. about how she can't even pay it. They're talking about, I think maybe Appeal. appealing it. Like, you know, it's like still the latest this under the surface. A few hours ago, um, a Saudi man uh, proposed marriage to Amber Oh. He sent, wow. he sent, my favorite part of this article that I'm reading is that he sent a voice, this was a voice note. So, <laughs> so even though it was done on, in a virtual format, don't worry, he added that personal element and it says, quote, Amber, since all doors are closing on you, you have no one except me to take care of you. Great start. Um, I've noticed that some people hate and bully you. Therefore, I decided to marry you. May Allah uh, bless us both. You are a blessing. But people don't appreciate that. I am better than that old man. Is he rich, though? Is he going to pay the settlement? Uh, there are a handful of very wealthy people. And, and maybe, he's, maybe he's a Saudi maybe prince. Maybe, he, yeah. Yeah. maybe are, she's going to get I, the upper hand and become royalty. I believe oh there are God. like literally thousands of, of Saudi princes. I, I've, Should I go there? <laughs> Should we all go? A tour? I don't, I don't know much about Saudi Arabia. I know there's some... A lot of of takes, but I do believe there is a lot of royalty. That much, yes, I I know. Yeah, gotta find one. Yeah, that's another thing. It just it doesn't. You know, Amber said she wanted to like live her life and go away, and she yeah. she definitely doesn't seem to be doing that. I know she lost, but it seems to be very PR. Well, yeah. Now, I mean, it's like a campaign trail. Yeah, like it's yeah. like wow. But that seems doesn't that um, take away? Further take away the authenticity or or no? 
there's just a lot of like things that remain unclear. Um, so, yeah. So pour one out for the trial that is hopefully leaving the media. <laughs> but I again, I think uh, I think uh, hopefully a lot of my hope for this case is that there will be continued to be thoughtful discourse around this topic of domestic violence and a recognition that unfortunately women and men can be victims and that it is it happens far too often to far too many people and when someone comes forward we need to believe them and listen to them and hear their stories and give them the benefit of the doubt and um and then and then go from there but yeah yeah speaking of hearing stories we do have an office hours text uh let's uh get to uh our office hour how's it going hi how are you good what's your name my name is marina and i'm 24. hi marina how can we help i need help drafting a text to someone i want to date okay uh tell us about this person okay so a couple months ago i met this guy on hinge and um we didn't really like text starting off um we're not really like good with the text and he went out of town or whatever and then we went on a date and then a month kind of went by we didn't really text that much but occasionally we did and we'd get to like little flirty messages how was and the day we oh i thought it went great i we went like um to a nice like italian restaurant really loved it um, a whole meal of but, food on a first date yeah oh, okay. wine and pasta yeah and it was it lasted like four hours okay that's good. How did that? That's really good. Really well. He um, ended up like pop kissing me at the end of the day. I was a little, I didn't know that he was going to do it. What's a, a taken back. What's, what's a pop kiss? Yeah. What is like that? a pop kiss? Like, like, <laughs> okay. like a surprise one? Like, like a peck? Basically. But oh. he was just like, well. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, like. A little nervous kiss? Little... Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but like, you didn't like, you didn't like grab him. There was no like. I didn't have time. <laughs> he like ran away. No, no, no. Like I like. Wait, I was wait, are you laughing at me or like, her? You. <laughs> We're laughing at I you. Of, I was just Why? like. <laughs> Sorry. We're... Just continue. <laughs> no, all good. Um, he just, I just didn't know that he was going to do that because we were in the middle of a like conversation, and he like just pop kissed me. Okay, pop kiss. Yeah. Well, super cute. It's pop I mean, quiz. I think it's a great uh, term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like a it. surprise little kiss that you didn't see coming. But, and then, we like, and after he pop kissed you, what he got an Uber <laughs> or he left? Well, we were at my car. He like walked me to my car. Okay. And we Gentlemen. just like kind of kept talking. <laughs> I don't know. He just kept. We did like it wasn't really talking about. <laughs> okay, that's funny. And then, and then afterwards, so the tech, the text you sent. I'm um, I'm mostly is, curious about the text after the first date when does that start um that you don't even have that i deleted them on my end oh what are all these texts <laughs> marina why so, <laughs> i got mad <laughs> fair enough but so like we ended up okay that's the first day um it was like a month went by we didn't really text that much and then we'd get into like little spurts of like texts of like so text all me good this, morning all of these are before you your first date after the this ones like I have last week 
Yes, this is last week. Oh, so these these texts were after the date. Yeah, we're we're not there yet. Okay, but I just want yeah. So then yeah. Okay. So then second day, um, went well. We watched live music and then went had dinner. Long date, made out a couple times. I thought the date went really well. Okay. And then after he didn't like really text that much. He was just like being very um, kind of distant. Just I'd get like a text a day, and then I just stopped texting him. And then I would like I text him like the next week. I was like, sorry, he was like busy. And then so since then we've been going on these like we text for a little bit, wait a week, and then text again. Who's initiating? And then both. Okay. So he'll initiate it sometimes. I'll initiate it. Sometimes. Okay. But it's just been back and forth. So this is the most recent one of the text. So I was like out of town and I like draft my friend helped me draft this text of cars because he's really into cars. And that's where the first thing comes through. And he's like, Did you mean to send that to me? And I was just like, Yeah. Maybe we just read a few to get a, a feel for, for these people. And do these people, I mean you and him. I feel like it just doesn't oh. go anywhere. Every Have time. you read it? I'm yeah, reading. It's just I kind of feel like it just kind of stops off. It just well, starts uh, and then it stops. Let's give him, let's stops. Give what page do you want to start on? Nick? Let's give him a dramatic read. Okay. Friday, May 20th, 10.02 okay. p.m. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Stage direction. Uh, all right, go ahead. Okay. Hey, wondering how your week went. How were the interviews? Uh, the next day. Saturday, May 21st, 4.20 p.m. At the, in, the, in the afternoon. Uh, hey. They've gone very, very well, actually. Hoping to hear back Tuesday. How was your week? Did you mean to send that message about the Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> and then, so wait, what did you send? Yeah. I don't know. I, like as soon as I sent it. But your friend helped you draft a message that he first ignored. Yes. And then after you <laughs> sent a message asking what is a week, he was like, oh, by the way, did you mean to send that? Well, he like texted back and I was like, Oh no! Because he goes, "What are you talking?" Put like a question mark. He goes, "What are you talking about?" Well, and you don't. Goes, do you remember, Do you have that message? So something about test driving a friend's Ferrari, and something about like get the horsepower one. This is the friend who helped you. This is the friend. That sounds like me at the mechanic. Like something about horsepower. So pretty much it said, hey, like I test drove my friend's Ferrari, he tuned it, and so originally it's like 700 horsepower and it's like 800 super sick. She said he's a car guy. Were you Googling so like car like, terms and then you like... No, she, I love cars. You love so cars. I love luxury cars. So like, I'm like, I got you, girl. She said he's a car guy. So I'm like, da 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 It was two random. drinks deep too. So I'm like, you know, let me show off. You oversold her knowledge of cars. Yeah, and then he that was like, sense. okay. He couldn't but hang he with the car like, knowledge. And clearly he's not the car guy you thought he clearly, was. Clearly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he was just like, like, what are you talking about? All right. Okay, so we'll continue. Uh, go ahead, yeah. Tito. Okay. And then the four hours later you responded, and you clearly just deliberately waited four hours. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm glad to hear the interviews went well. And haha, yes, I was in conversation with some people and it reminded me of you. And he like reacted to that message. That's like which rough. we need to talk That's about. Rough. Yeah. How dare you not use a love react, sir? How dare you? <laughs> yeah. We do a lot of that. That is I hate a like react. Here's a note for people out there. I think in a when you're texting someone you just met, yeah. in a playful way, 
I think you need to establish parameters around the heart and the like responses. And that is like, I think playfully, if someone gives you a thumbs up, I think you call them out and be like, what's a good joke you, we could call out people who, you know, you just basically say like, am I your brother or like, why, <laughs> why are you giving me a thumbs up? Because I think people can do it on laziness, but you're right. It, it can be perceived as really dismissive. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah, it feels like the reaction equivalent of, like, cool story, bro. I feel like what I tend to do is just uh, a few minutes later strike by liking, like, reacting to a message to them and being like... Well, it's passive-aggressive. I think it's showing instead of telling. Yeah, it's passive-aggressive. <laughs> I think it's experiential learning. <laughs> <laughs> also known as passive-aggressive. <laughs> All right, moving um, right along. Yeah, I, I feel like... I, I did this with a, a friend. We uh, We were, like... It was early stages of this was a while back, but uh, we were, it never went anywhere, but we were kind of texting and we didn't, neither of us knew what it was. And she kind of called me out in a playful way. She was like, I'm going to need you to go ahead and heart things going forward if you actually yes. like them and not thumbs up because that's what my brother does or something like that. Oh, that's okay. That's cool. And you do it like in a playful way, not like a yelling at him yeah. sort of way. But you're right. It was a fuck you to you. Uh, <laughs> or, just, or just to show that he is not like an emotive or like, I don't know. He's not like a super enthusiastic, warm texter. Did you mean to send that? the rest of the reaction then. Uh, yeah, he gives you love. Okay, so then Sunday, May 22nd at 1219. He writes, how is your new job coming along? Enjoying it? Question mark. Going well, learning a lot, but still so much more to learn. Haha, ha. but overall, I am enjoying it. And again, he like reacts. He like reacts. <laughs> the like reaction bandit. But he does write, that's fantastic. Yes. I'm a bit nervous. My training is almost over. I really hope I exceed expectations and do well. I'm sure you'll do fantastic. No worries here. I appreciate that. Thank you. What made you want to look for a new job? What do you mean by no worries here? Like he's not worried about her. Like she's got being it. bad. Gotcha. Uh, I just don't enjoy it, or my boss. And then you write, "Ha ha, you ha ha." That. So, what position and places have you been looking for? This is a day later. Lots of different places, just all kinds of finance roles. You guys are just talking about work. And it's I, and I don't know if we have time to cover like all of the text, but there's there's a lot of checking in about the status of the interviews. Yeah. That's all you guys talk about are interviews. I'm waiting for something flirty to come up, but like it's, something spicy. Okay, the flirtiest thing that I said, blah, 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 interviews tomorrow. And I said, um, you sent because him. he has this final round for interviews tomorrow. I said, blah, blah, great news. What's meant to be will be. And I said, you're quite impressionable. And it, he like texted back really fast after that, but I meant like it, the texts were supposed to go together and say, Bank would be lucky to have you. Okay. That's, the like, well, thank you, kissy face. Yeah, he did throw in a kissy face. That's cute. And you also, you said kick ass today, I presumably on the day of the interview, and that got a heart yes. react. So it's like things were heating up slightly. Uh, I'm skipping yeah, ahead yes. to... The, the kissy face is on page 10 for anyone who's looking. <laughs> I'm skipping ahead to uh, a dinner you sent him, and he writes, damn, that looks yummy. Yummy. <laughs> yummy. <laughs> That looks yummy in the dummy. And then you write, want a bite? And he wrote, yes, haha. Question mark confuses me, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Max wouldn't write yummy. 
I'm just thinking. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, he wouldn't write yummy. No. So I think the main, the main takeaway from these texts is that there's it's it's been pretty continuous, but sporadic. Like there will be like a few hours between messages for a little bit. And so you kept the conversation going, but definitely a lot of like and it's not necessarily like banter, more like life updates. Conversing, yeah. Conversing. Yeah. So what is it that you want to write now? He- so I kind of want to like feel like I have been kind of shooting my shot, but I, from the little read back, <laughs> I don't seem to be doing well with the texting. And I just kind of want to shoot my shot and just like say, hey, I'm kind of like into you, but I don't want to be like super too forward. Is this his lawn? Is this like he's sending you his gardening? Yeah. <laughs> he's got a nice lawn. Because he's kind of, it seems like he's very professional. Like, I feel like this man could be applying for an MBA program at any given moment. Is that accurate? He's, yeah. No, he does have his MBA. How old is he? Oh, gosh. 25. He's 25. Oh, my God. I think think we need to use his professionalism. We need to play to that. I think we need to speak his language. And I think we say something like kind of like flirty to him, like kind of like a little like teasy, like poking, but using... Like it's still very like you call like, it like I it agree. is. You shoot your shot. You're direct, and we see what happens. Be like, am I ever going to get a third round interview with you or something? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. It's not bad. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. I mean, you do have to. I think the big point here is you. You sent a litany of text messages trying to uh, drop him hints to get him to ask you out. Yeah. And, and each, but each time he's been the one to ask me out. I've never like asked like him on a date. For the previous two dates. For the previous two. Both, both, yeah. both times. Yeah. So there you go. So maybe it's your turn. Because you keep trying to get him to ask you out a third yeah. time. And that hasn't happened. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, in dating, I always feel like I, something I have to remind myself is sometimes it feels like there's power in being desired, but there's power in having your desires met. And so it like that makes present prevents me from wanting to like ask someone out because I'm like, please like chase me. But like I think when you kind of do it by half, where you're like just showing a lot of interest in them and they're not picking up on it, then it can feel like, oh, but I've already extended myself. But it's like important to remind yourself, like you haven't asked him out yet. So like this is not you, like this is not a latch stitch effort by any means. And looking at these texts, it's not like, whoa, you're throwing yourself out there or he's clearly shutting you down. Like it feels pretty like equally like cordial and friendly i wouldn't Very say that nothing's yeah. overtly aware like it's not obvious that you're like ask me out on a date so don't feel like you've you know looked desperate or anything like that like you have all the right to Why? at this point shoot your shot yeah it's don't you wild, invite I mean. yourself over to help him mulch i mean literally <laughs> i don't know i was hanging out with my mom do you live close to this guy because he yeah, keeps sending close. you pictures of his lawn and being like this is my weekend you know, doing this. And like why don't I feel like I'm coming over and making us dinner? I don't know. Like, you've, it's a third date. Like, I feel like that's not out of the question. You had a whole meal of food on your first date. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, do you like to cook? Oh, I love to cook. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I can make your meatballs. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, only if it's Thanksgiving, though. Yeah, only, yeah. only, it's yeah, only if you just none of the other them. food yeah. that anybody else brought. <laughs> Why? Uh, yeah, I think he, he's a, he's asked you out on two dates. For whatever yeah. reason, he asked you out on a third. It, are we in agreement that he could be just as confused mm-hmm. as yeah, you totally. are? 
because just, you're you're yeah, doing the I same feel like thing. There's a lack of communication. Well, you're you're like, both being passive aggressive and cryptic, yeah. and you're both not saying. Well, you're not saying what you want. We know that, which is you're not asking him on a date that you want, and you're waiting for him to do that. And he just as easily could have been like, I don't know. I've asked her out twice. We had a couple meals. Uh, he he gave you this peck on the first date, which you know suggests that he might be more of a timid in nature, yeah. not not super assertive, which is fine. But like, you know, a lot more assertive the second date. Okay, oh, in a good way. Good. Oh yes, in a great way. Sounds like let's go third date. So let's, let's go. go. Let's wrap it <laughs> up. So yeah, I mean, the worst that could happen is you get full on rejected. But at least you stop wasting your time texting someone and getting pictures of of, Mulch. of grass. Yeah, I don't think she's going to get rejected though, especially we if he know. was like you know full on on the second date. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. like it should continue. So yeah, why I, don't you say don't, something along like, "I would love to come see your yard work. Like, should I cook dinner? Or, like, bring I, ingredients or yeah, bring something." Well, at this yeah. point, my tool belt on. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I think. I mean, if 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 she continues down this path, if he sends you another picture of his lawn, then do it like a setup, but I also think it would Dislike be react. totally fine. <laughs> I'd be thinking it'd be totally fine for you to like text them at like now, I don't know, or yeah, later yeah. today and be like, when are uh, you free for our third date? I think third round interview being like, yeah. so am I going to get a third round interview? Or just yeah. be like, when are you, you free for our third round interview? Sure. That's well, cool. I don't know. This guy's, is that going to go over his head? You I mean, what if you, what if you hit him with a little fun winky face? <laughs> Like a, I'm concerned this guy might like a, lack a sense of humor. Okay, so what if we just say, when are you free yeah. for our third date? <laughs> Let's do no, this. I, I, I would love to go on a third date. When are you free? I don't even think you have to say third date. I love date. that. But I would sure. love to go on another date. When are you free? Uh, I want to take you out. Yeah. When, yeah, when can we hang out again? Simple. I mean, like, yeah, just, you just, just direct. I want to take you out. I think you say, I want to go <laughs> on another date. Like a, when are like you free? Like, are you going to murder situation. me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got a 700 power horsepower. <laughs> no, how about you? Think of, think of something you want to do, whatever it is. And then you write, hey, I'd love to see you again. Let's go to X. Let's yeah. do X, Let's y. do dinner yeah. and bowling. Let's go here. I've been let's, dying to see this place. Yeah, let's, let's I want to take you to this place. There's a, like, Top Gun. Have you seen it? Say no, let's not do a dinner movie. and movie. Not a movie. Okay. No, but Top Gun's so, good. But, like, yeah, but movies, the movies you can't talk. Going ones. Well, yeah, on our second date, I like said, he's like, is there anything that you have in mind that we should do? And I was like, oh, let's go see a comedy show. And he goes, well, I'd like a setting to where I get to know you more. Like, okay. You better. That's great. So, so dinner and bowling. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a brewery or a wine bar. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. I mean, don't overthink it. Just pick something. Horse riding. Okay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a trip to Napa. <laughs> Hey, come with me to Napa. <laughs> yeah, is there a brewery? Do you like beer? I don't know. A new it, it, it literally could be a restaurant you want to check yeah. out. Yeah. There's a restaurant. I've heard of this new There's place. A restaurant. I yeah. want to yeah, let's go check it out. Yeah. I've been Okay. I've been wanting to try out Juniper. Yeah. yeah. When are you free? Yeah. Yeah, when are you free? Even like that. All right, I'm sending it. <gasps> okay, ready? Three. <laughs> two. What time? Where are you? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, if it's 10 o'clock in the morning on the West Coast. No, no, no. It's, it's I'm on East Coast. Okay, great. Okay, Go great. Ahead, okay, ready? Yeah. Like Three, two, one, send. Yay! Woo! Oh, it's really, 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 really.
<laughs> oh. It's what? It's on airplane mode. It didn't go <laughs> yeah, through. I'll send it after. <laughs> okay, but you, you press send, press and send. that's what's important. Yeah. Uh, let us know how it goes. Yeah, we, we, we want an well. update. Yeah. Good luck. Good I for you. Will. I appreciate this. Good for you for shooting your shot, because it's hard, but know that you in no way have been any but desperate up until this point, and that text that you just sent is not desperate either. Not. You're saying what you want. You're asking a question. Also, on your third date, like, maybe think a lot about how what, what you like about him. Or make fun of him for using the like react so much. I feel like there's a lot of things I like about him. I just get so nervous. I'm a big, I talk a lot. But on our dates, I just get so nervous that I'm like, no, I know, but I feel like a lot of people go on dates, and when they say, I've had a good date, they're just talking about the date. They're just talking about you know, lack of awkward moments and good conversation, which is all nice, but they're not necessarily thinking about what do I like about this person, you know, things they actually said, because they're so nervous about the date going well, that like you're not actually thinking about them, you're thinking about the actual date. You know what I'm saying? So when you go on the date, like now think about if he wants to go on a date, like what specifically you like, like focus on getting to know him. And, and I think if you say something nice to him, then he gets more confident. And then I think it's kind of contagious in that way. So I think if you're really like kind of like, oh, like double dutch, like waiting to kind of like jump in and get into it conversationally, I think like saying something that opens the other person up can be a really good way of then like creating an opening for yourself. Really good advice. <laughs> I'm just taking it all in, too. We're here all week. <laughs> all right, good luck. Let us know how it goes. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, take care. Good for you, Marina. Bye. All right, <laughs> bye-bye. Bye, nice to meet you all. Peter. It was a pleasure. Oh, it's so good to see so you. So good to see you. It's been years. Yeah, it's so. been too long. Uh, do you want to come back and recap an episode of the upcoming Bachelorette season? Yes, please. I'd love to have you. I have so many opinions. We love strong opinions. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to send in your uh, questions, your texting office hours, your Ask Nick calls at askmedia.com. Ask cast cast that's cast, cast with a K. K. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow we have the Stallone sisters in our Going Deeper episode. Another, uh, we'll, uh, what, uh, we'll, we'll be talking about a ton of things. We're talking about mice. <laughs> Mice. <laughs> for what 90 it, minutes. What is that? We got some uh, texting office hours updates for you. That's it. Yeah. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for watching. But before you go, make sure you like, subscribe, and ring that bell so you don't miss any future videos like our Mondays Ask Nick, especially if you're looking for some relationship stories and relationship advice as well as our Wednesday interviews with your favorite celebrities and experts. See you next time.